How's it going, universe? Come to you straight from beautiful Negros Occidental, Clark Pampanga, Makati Metro Manila, and Cainta Rizal. Welcome to the Tres Amigos Podcast Show with your hosts Lee, Raji, and Nico. We're just three longtime friends with a shitload to say and a bit of time to sit down and talk about it. We're glad you decided to join us as we basically have our usual Kalakuan chats about sports, gaming, life, and yes, the thing the world needs a lot more of right now, love. <laughs> well, guys, hey. What's up? What's up, guys? Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, guys. Well, here, it's Lee. How are you guys all doing? Hey, hey Lee. Ah, that's good. good to hear. Good huh. to hear. So, to my virtual left is, is Raji. What's up, man? And to my virtual right is Nico. Hello. So, for everyone out there, depending on what time you're listening to the podcast, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. <laughs> How's everyone? All good. Um, I had a pretty chill day, but again, what's new, right? Uh, um, I've just been binge watching Harry Potter. Don't ask why, really? but I've just been binge watching all eight dope, movies. What episode? Uh, what? Which one are you at? I'm, I'm halfway through episode six or movie six, so I plan to finish wow. that. Half Blood Prince. Half Blood Prince, dude. Nice. Yeah. Slugguard's there now, like no? It. Yeah, Slugguard. Yeah, that's been good. Cool. Oh, when do when did you start watching that? I started the last few episodes maybe last week, dude. Then I just continued it uh, this weekend. Mm. So tulay, tulay hoping na. to finish it, man. Uh, I think this is one of the best uh, series or movies to binge all throughout. Hashtag oh, okay. childhood, you know. Childhood. That's something we definitely grew yeah. up yeah. with, no? So, okay. So how about you, Nix? Today, uh, nothing much. I just really needed the downtime because it was a long week at work. <laughs> you know, that might be a prelude to what we might talk about later. <laughs> but yeah, I just really needed a bit of a rest and, uh, you know, relax. Yeah, I think everyone needs a bit of downtime, huh? You yeah, good? How you doing, Me? Lee? How I've been? Well, I've actually for the past few days just been trying to research on like what to do for streaming like i'm trying to get back into video game streaming nice I'm dude. you gonna revive but, the old account so partly like i mean i could use that as a placeholder for a bit but aside from that i'm just trying to come up with a catchy name like i mean h lee Hulley. Hulley. It's, it's a nice inside joke but uh, the general public just don't get it i mean a good <laughs> number have been always saying h lee What's H Lee? I mean, I, I the joke was supposedly that H would be silent, but you know, it just doesn't work. They just don't get it. <laughs> they weren't there. You had to be in the room where it happened to uh, understand. Uh, mm, good thing. Hamilton. Good Hamilton reference. Nice. I like it. <laughs> you gotta sprinkle some of. Yeah, but before we get to the topic of the program, first I'd like to invite all our listeners to follow us on their preferred podcast platforms. You know, we just got into Apple Podcasts, man. That's to us. Hell yeah, that's something. You know, it's the biggest platform right now. We're also on Anchor, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Podcasts, and Radio Public. Also, please check out our Facebook page. Type in the Tres Amigos Podcast Show. We'll probably show up. Our Instagrams, at Tres Amigos Podcast. I'll say that again, at Tres Amigos Podcast. And for you guys on Twitter, go ahead and hit up at Tres underscore podcast. Hit those accounts up to stay updated with the Tres Amigos. And now, back to your regularly scheduled 
programming. Yup! <laughs> nice one, Nix. As eloquent as ever, man. I mean, you know, it wasn't the most suave of socks, but I dig it. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Honestly, it's great stuff, man. But yeah, thanks thanks for bringing that up. I think, like, we've been um, working on this cast for three weeks, right? I mean, sometimes it's hard to imagine three weeks, right? Um, episode three. Episode three, right? Mm. And I think, I think one of the reasons we um, decided to get into this podcast to begin with, honestly, would be one of the most obvious, like, worldwide events that's going on right now, honestly, and that's, you know, COVID, right? And I think, I think COVID is one of the most uh, relevant topics to talk about right now, how it has changed um, our lifestyles, how it's adjusted our mindsets, and has forced us to, you know, resort or to thrive in other environments, right? I don't know how you guys feel about it. Um, so, I, I, just to give our listeners some statistics, right? So, looking at um, worldometers. Wow, look at him bring yeah, facts into play, oh, man. Right? <laughs> I, I, think it's also, I think it's also nice to have numbers sometimes. So, just, just for you Yeah, guys, dude, you know, right? we came prepared! Yeah, like, in the world right now, we've had around 42 million cases of COVID. And locally and like in the wow. Philippine scene we're already at around 360,000 yeah. cases that actually puts us number 20 in the world um and so that's uh, we're, we're 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 back figures we're uh, back at 20 live. okay yeah this is like live so this is uh being updated right, right. you know so you know it's, I mean, it's, something, it's something that really evokes a certain emotion uh and I really wanted to get you know how you guys are feeling about COVID in general, about the about the recent situation and what's been happening. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember like UP trying to, uh, I know UP has predicted that by December, our number could reach 500,000. And at the rate things are going, it's kind of scary that that prediction could happen. Mm -hmm. But with regards to uh, adjusting to this uh, COVID-19, yeah. It's been a huge adjustment this entire year. Mm, for sure. I am, I'm like mentally also, it's been exhausting at work. Yeah, there's been a lot of adjusting. And like with also with my per personal life with regards to traveling back and forth. Yeah, that's been also a challenge too. Traveling back and forth from San Carlos and to Bacolod, right? Yeah, to be more specific. Yeah, between those two cities back from San Carlos and Bacolod. There's always like new, um, what's the word? Protocols with regards to going between two cities. Because between Bacolod and San Carlos, the, the rules can change every now and then. Like Bacolod is a lone state here in Negros Occidental. Mm -hmm. So the rules here, main, uh, the rules in Negros Occidental may not apply to Bacolod because the mayor here can like decide what to do i see i see so so yeah with regards to adjusting it's been a challenge it's not it's not like last year i mean i was more lax and makes you makes me realize that we had it much better talaga yeah you know I, I remember i remember just um on the turn of the the year actually the turn of the decade um, you know, celebrating. I think I was celebrating on a rooftop somewhere in BGC for a while. 
and just you know looking forward to what the year was in 2019 and what the next decade would bring i did not expect at all that the first year of the new decade would bring in this pandemic sad to say um it was uh it was a, i don't want to call it a surprise because there are people who were like in in depth in the field of research for this kind of stuff they were already clamoring they were already clamoring years prior to be a little more prepared for like a global pandemic and it's such a hard fact for me to swallow that there are other people who and obviously this is just like my opinion that there are people who have a very direct autonomy to have uh, minimized the damage and like the effects um, the effects that the world had experienced and are still experiencing had they just listened to those people who know more than them you know uh, okay. I myself for example I recall na earlier this year I was in Baguio with some friends when this thing was just uh, starting to pick up traction in terms of media coverage and public consciousness and stuff like that and I admit yeah. when I first heard about this whole COVID thing I kind of just filed it in my brain now you know it's a flu I treated it as something super basic I didn't really understand why people were giving it you know that kind of attention and this is really early on sometime end of Jan early Feb not at all yung lockdown levels here natin in the Philippines uh, I was I was very ho-hum about it you know um, but as the things progressed as the situation got so much heavier and a lot more what's the word for it drastic I guess yeah drastic you know it gave me such a, a a shockening. A shockening. It shook that word. me. Yeah. A shockening. A shockening. Yeah. It shook it me. Shook it. It shook it me to the core. <laughs> I got to really think about how fortunate I am with my living situation, mm-hmm. and but I couldn't help but feel a sense of guilt for those who are going through this in such a harder, harder, harder way than me, right? Because uh, calling a spade a spade, man, I'm thankful yeah. na maswerte ako. Parang, I have a safe shelter. I'm a little more isolated from the epicenters of where the pandemic is rampant in my region of Luzon. I'm a little more to the right of Manila. And uh, it didn't go as crazy in comparison yeah. to other places in Mega Manila and stuff like that. So it was always hard to hear every day that more and more people lose loved ones and like yeah. jobs and you know a lot of people had so many things that parang they planned out for the year and then parang bigla na lang everything had to crumble you know yeah everything for 2020 just went down the gutter you know yeah, man, I couldn't bear to go a day without telling myself that it's bad for everyone, Nico, dude. But you have to remember to be grateful because some really have yeah. it worse. Every time you feel something's an inconvenience, parang, dude, there are worse things, talaga. Trust. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, go ahead, Lee. No, I was just gonna say, saying, um, it's good to have like things that are that we are thankful for, because what what Nico said was, yeah, some people are having it worse than us, so it's a good mo it's a good time to be very thankful of what we have. Yeah. Um, and and to you, Raj, what were you gonna say? Yeah, like I think it's just really interesting how this was all very unprecedented, you know, in our young lives. And I'm just talking personally, you, me, Neeks. Um, I feel I feel like, you know, we haven't gone through anything remotely as close as what we're experiencing right now. Never. Um, yeah, right. And it's funny because even on a more personal level, I, I don't know if I've ever told you guys, but I was in China last December for work, and. I remember I left China to come back to the Philippines a week before the first case of coronavirus was announced. Nako. At least so, you weren't in Wuhan, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? So I mean it's 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 really it feels fortunate. Like I feel so fortunate to have missed that whole thing. But at the same time, at that point to what Nico mentioned a while ago, I didn't expect the pandemic to be this grand, you know. I still remember I still remember when the lockdown was first announced. I came home here to Makati to get my stuff and I basically told my family, I'll see you in two weeks or I'll see you in three weeks. And then fast forward six months, the pandemic is still going. Granted the protocols are a little different. It's yeah. you know, it's still the same picture, honestly. Uh so it's I I, I get where you're coming from, Raj. Yeah. Like before yung the day oh wait no not the day the the last time i was actually like i actually saw a considerable amount of my office mates uh so i work in bgc right and there was yeah. this whole um news na someone had the virus up the street from where our office is located so yeah we started thinking like is it still safe oh, wow. to be here would it be possible kaya to um, just take our work with us and uh, work elsewhere. Possible ba yun na parang baka pwede naman at home na lang and stuff like that. Uh, basically, just away from the hot spot of where everything was happening. When our office decided to close, I just remember I thought that this was just like last <laughs> week lang. I remember telling some of my office mates, oh, okay, see you next week, huh? Yeah, we were very hopeful, man. You know, that was like March. It's October now. Some of them I haven't seen since that day. Oh, that's right, man. I mean, technically, you haven't gone back to the office since, right? Well, uh, not not all of us. Me, personally, my work capacity, we've uh, sort of turned our office into like a makeshift shooting space area. Studio. Yeah. Actually, sorry, uh, bouncing off from this, let's give context to people about us, especially for the people who aren't on episode mm, yeah. one. Since we're going to be talking about work, uh, maybe we'd like to introduce the line of work we're in, you know? Yeah, that's a good idea. Go ahead and start, Nick. Just so that people know what we're talking about. If I were to start, uh, I'm a photographer in the production department of a digital marketing agency. Uh, yeah, the job's exactly what it sounds like. I take pictures <laughs> for a living. <laughs> yeah, okay. as for me, 
As for me, I work in agriculture and aquaculture. So for my family business, I manage our farms and we grow shrimp and sugarcane. So with regards to the whole COVID situation, um, I think there was more of like figuring out what to do with the logistics of like um, harvesting and with regards to bringing our crops to the market. So yeah. yeah, it just had to. There was just a huge uh, adjustment. It's like a matter of manpower. So no? yeah, with with regards to that, yeah, with the amount of people needed to like harvest, and you know, it's not exactly that we can have a lot of you know social distancing there. Yeah, that's right. It was yeah. just it was just really making sure that everyone's clean and safe. Sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, Raji, yeah, how about you? Mr. Uh, <laughs> well, among others, um, I'm I work in the semiconductor industry, so it's more for manufacturing and engineering work. And uh, specifically, I, I'm in the research, quote unquote, research and development group in our factory. So it's it's interesting uh, if if I could jump off from there. It's interesting how you guys mention our professions, just because uh, I'd like to think they're not the traditional. Um, not traditional, exactly. traditional work, right? And so, you know, I think we three have taken three different approaches to this whole work from home, work from wherever, you know, as long as there's social distancing mindset. So I wanted to get your your perspectives or how how COVID has caused us to adjust okay. with how we work from home. Yes. Um, in my line of work, uh, it's a very particular way of going about things. There's a particular mode of movement and action like in my industry. Um, in production, there's like, but I'm think of it like a collection of production houses and agencies who've sort of like uh, come together to set some standards of how we are going to professionally carry ourselves. Because um, these these ground rules we're yeah. setting to uh, ensure that the work gets done but at the same time, the work gets done safe across the board. It's not just like one entity's policies that are being followed. It's like standard na talaga. So yeah. with that said, parang the mindset that I feel that I gone that I went into and that a lot of people in my line of work probably have gotten into also is very business as usual. You know? Because uh, like in as much as we're living in these quote-unquote trying times which sure. so yeah. many like copywriters across the board around the world have used and abused this term man i'm like super sick of the term trying times <laughs> uh -oh. like i we get it everyone is under these trying times but yeah i am digressing uh fact of the matter is clients still expect the client sorry the clients that we service still expect the same level of quality um for the output that we produce because kahit papano they still are paying customers and it's sort of up to us no it's not sort of it is up to us that we ensure to get the job done the job that they need done safe um you know like how we've been always doing it with the small adjustment mm -hmm. of taking into consideration in safety protocols correct yeah but does that mean, Nick, that you still have to like go on on site for shoots? Um, uh, definitely. Oh, okay. 
I was actually just having this conversation with some of my office mates. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the nature of our work in production, though not always the case, huh? um, there have been materials that have been produced uh, during this uh, during this during this period where it was produced very remotely and there were very creative ways to execute. But in general, when you're in production, if you're not there to shoot, you don't have material. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like it's really just not like the usual desk job. Where if I needed to work on some spreadsheets or a deck or a presentation, like I could make those things in my living room on a laptop or a computer. If I needed to service clients via phone call, I could make those phone calls like on the beach. Mm, okay. But since I'm in production, um, I have to be where the production is being held. And that adds like a risk factor. A bit of a risk factor and I acknowledge that uh, but that's why it's very imperative for me and people like me in my industry to be very cautious and like very 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 mindful about where we go how we choose to spend our time how safe we're how safe we're being when we're on the outside because like for real real talk you, you just yeah. never know you don't want to be that guy that brings COVID into the equation for people yeah. on site. Yeah, that, that's no, that just causes a lot of delays, man, and especially compromises to the family. Yeah, see? yeah um, it's a very mixed bag of issues, Leandro. Parang it really depends on like the situational context of the person. Because some people, it might not be as pressing, real talk, because they live alone. Can't do anything about that. I myself, I live with my parents, and they're both immunocompromised. I live with my sister. So, anytime I really step out, it's always in the back of my head that I can't bring that home. No way. Kumbaga, you're not just thinking about yourself, eh? Di ba? Parang... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking of like the people that are in, that are in your proximity Correct. at all times. Especially when you're on location, outside. Yeah. Uh, Leandro, let me bounce that question off you, man. Uh, what's been your mindset when it comes to work? Well, for me, it was just really trying to survive. Trying to survive because in a way that I didn't want to get infected. So on a, that's, on a, that's on a personal level and everything. And trying to survive. And then at the same time, with regards to work, it was also to make sure that all of our employees will stay employed. That's true. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't want to like take a job away because because of the pandemic That's someone's livelihood no exactly yeah. especially during now that jobs are actually harder to find and get these days so yeah it's hard to apply hard to find so making sure our employees were okay was one of the top priorities yeah actually Lee, talk, talk to us about your headspace there i mean uh especially in your line of work agriculture and aquaculture you need people uh, harvesting and uh, you know facilitating the entire harvest procedure, right? Um, does everything make it challenge? Like, has the situation made things more challenging with you guys on like in the farm? I, I yeah. think one of the one of the um, hmm. I think one of the good things that happened for us was yeah. that we're not exactly in the city, like the uh, more. Um, 
concentrated areas that the infection hit. So we're like outside the city, outside the big cities. So with regards to our farms, yeah, it was so far, some of them are a bit lenient on certain things, but we're just very fortunate that we're not exactly like within the epicenter and everything. Like with regards to like sugar canes, one of the things that we do is like hire tapaceros. Now, tapaceros are people who cuts the canes for okay. the for the farmers. Ah, yeah, yeah, cuts the canes for the farms. And usually, for at least for my farm, we get people from other places. Ah, so there's there yeah. there was like you know at the back of the head, what if they got infected? Ah, were are infected, and then what if they infect the rest of the people in my area? But you know, during the time when it was starting, no. The, their area wasn't infected because they come from the mountains, mountainside. Mm-hmm. And then with regards to my people, Naman, in the Hacienda, so far they've been okay. They've been okay, okay throughout those years. Ah, throughout the months. The months, I mean. It, months. Does, it does feel like years sometimes, Lee, honestly. Honestly, yeah, it does feel like years. Because, <laughs> yeah, not just one year, two years. Because, I mean, we just saw each other of during the start of the year right but it feel felt like it was yeah long long time so yeah so with regard going back to what i was saying yeah it's it's challenging like in the back of my head there's always like that possibility what if just one person is infected and Mm. it just spreads out so so we would like to not have the chain Ah, we would like to break the chain as soon as possible, right? So, or better yet, not have anyone infected. But correct, yeah. But yeah, that's one of the that was one of the challenges. Just managing the people, making sure they're all healthy, and then also adjusting our our um, adjusting the ways that we like send our uh, send our crops. I so, like, right, the logistics, yeah. Yeah. So, like with regards to sugar canes we'd have to wait a little bit longer when the sugar canes are brought to the mill because the lines are longer and getting to getting to the mill is longer too because there's all these checkpoints so you you have to give all these papers saying you're allowed to do this and that so that's one and as for for shrimp one of the challenges was like um adjusting to the no airfare because at the start because at the start there was like this whole uh, fiasco where do we allow airfare? Ah, do we allow air travel? Yeah, because yeah. because at first, yeah, no, no air travel at all. Then eventually it got it was um, more lenient to the point where cargo was allowed. Okay. So before that point, we had to figure out how to like bring the shrimp to like Manila, and one of the things that we came up with was to bring the shrimp through Roro through okay. boat. Yeah. So you know, getting to the getting to the point would take longer, but at least to the point uh, to getting to the destination, it, it will arrive. Like the product will arrive. Yeah. I think I think it's also pretty sensitive for you, Lee, because since you're dealing with crops and with you know with shrimp, there's you know an actual time for the freshness of the material, right? So, yeah, of course. I mean, right? you know, you freeze the shrimp; it will stay as fresh as long as there's enough uh, ice or whatever to keep it cold. 
So that's also up to the harvesters to make sure they keep it as co cool as possible because yeah, the shrimp will stay fresh as long as it's refrigerated. So okay. actually, Leandro, I have a question. Yeah. You you touched on like how the current situation sort of affected like your dynamics of production, no? Yeah. Uh, but uh, have you noticed any shift in like the demand? Mm, of course. For of course. your stuff. Like in what way? Because re because of restaurants were closing. So. Yeah, there there was a decline in a sense now. Not a lot of restaurants were are gonna be able to buy because a number closed, and probably not a lot will be. Ah, wait, let me rephrase myself. All right, so so like yeah, not a lot of restaurants will be open. Some of the small ones will close. So. It also came to the point, yeah, yeah, like you think now, will people actually want to buy shrimp? Will people mm. be going out to restaurants? Because, because in COVID, during the earlier months, they were discouraging people from going to restaurants. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, of course, there was also like price adjustments because during certain months, the prices are a bit higher than usual. So our prices went down because the demand were, was lower. But of course, the prices didn't really affect us to, so much also because our cost of production was good. Okay. But of yeah. course, you know, as businessmen, man, you'd want to sell it at the best price. So you'd want to maximize that yeah. price point so that Correct. you yeah, we, profit. As much, as much as we wanted to hit higher potentials, yeah, we, we just had to be we had to just make do with what we have and of yeah, course adjust because uh, this is where we're in eh, right? Parang yeah. it's a matter of like really making the best out of a bad situation yeah. so being able to adapt is really what was very important yeah, you know I, I can resonate uh, very well with what you just mentioned Lee uh, with the whole you know demand because we also saw that in the semiconductor industry um, I guess just for those who know, right? So the semiconductor customers are normally these industrial plants, uh, automotive customers. These are, you know, these are where our material goes, basically. And so um, we've seen also a decline there. Um, but now we're slowly trying to recover. But I think on a more personal level, it was pretty interesting, honestly, because... Um, since we're in develop, we don't really need to be on site. But at the same time, most of our work is in the factory. So there was this whole gray area that, hey, do I have to go in? Can we just go in on critical days? Um, can we do our work from home? So it, it played a lot in my mind, I'll be honest. It was really tough to adjust because all our projects suddenly got delayed. Because obviously, uh, during the May, uh, uh, March, April, May timeline, no one was really going to the factory from my group. So it's just really a matter of aligning the stakeholders that, hey, there's kind of a global pandemic going on. Mm, um, this so is expected. Yeah, please expect some delays to, to, to the projects, right? I guess I'm just fortunate that the nature of my work is more into research so that I can actually be managing it from home. Like I can... Um, 
you know, read up, strategize better at home, and then basically just um, communicate that with uh, the skeletal force that was working on site to execute for me. You know, so it was it was definitely something new for me. But you know, I feel like there are many ways to approach it. Like uh, I I was able to learn more about systems, about pro- uh, program management. These are sometimes things that you just forget in the daily grind. I don't know if you guys mm. can, you know, relate to that as well. Was that like a more on company time or more you time? Uh, on, on my personal time, actually, because since we were working from home and uh, there was not as much to do or like, you know, we were limited by not being able to go to the plant, we'd have times where you could be like, hey, I just want to research more on how to um, create a code to automate extraction, you know, just just these other things Ooh. that you know that I might have forgotten over the past years, just because we we're all. That sounds <laughs> uh, hella cool, man. I'm not exactly sure what that oh, meant, but sorry, a code for extraction. Sorry, like data extraction. Uh, <laughs> data extraction. Not like personnel extraction. I hope not. I hope a helicopter pops out yeah, and just like cool, <laughs> you know intercepts cool, the package. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I'm also uh, working away from the epicenter of the pandemic, so the cases have not been as uh, grave. And I'm just happy that uh, the company and uh, the province is actually pretty strict with regard to protocol, you know, health declaration forms and everything. But yeah, definitely it was a new thing, a new playground to be in, honestly. I think that's what I'm getting from all three of our stories. Yeah. Jumping off from what you said, Raj, yeah. uh, I'm taking this whole situation, at least in terms of the work context, nah, it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah, I definitely experienced a bit of a shift like in the dynamics of uh, my shoot days because our policy is minimal people on site. So I had to learn that a smaller team both can pull off like a similar amount of work on site. And at the same time, parang there's a level of uh, what's the word for it? I'm I'm lost for words of it right now. <laughs> Kumbaga productivity, dude. Yeah, productivity. Productivity-wise, you're stretched in both a good way and a bad way. Parang I feel you're more susceptible to burnout these days. Pero at the same time, you discover na ah okay. Parang I have an extra gear to get things done, pala. Uh, I have more in the tank. It's a matter of balance so that you don't burn yourself out. Because we in shoots yeah. before there would be a number of people from my office, diff- like you know, the different departments in my office that would be present on site, as well as the clients that we service. And now, in my experience, and you know, it's just me. Um, one of my teammates, Saprod, uh, and sometimes another person from like another department, but. Not like before, there's an assessment of sorts if that person is actually uh, crucially needed yeah. there. Mm. Uh, before, it was practically a non-nego. Sure, bold up to then. So, yun, yeah, you sort of discovering a, a bit more about yourself and how you adapt to this kind of situation. It's a hard experience to go through in yeah. the moment because I feel that in my line of work, there's like an optimal amount of on-site 
uh, personnel to be able to get things done efficiently it's it's challenging to be less when the amount of work stays the same Pero yeah. I choose to see this glass half full because I learned that my team is uh, mm. capable of doing those things getting things done getting the work in hmm. I have to say Nix I think you were able to like adjust pretty well <laughs> um okay I think I did a good enough job of like dealing with the frustrating aspects of the situation but don't get me wrong Leandro it's been so hard on so many people for a while we had a very reduced workforce because our clients themselves needed to take a step back and sort of reassess their business so in turn it trickled down on the agency as well Parang a bunch of us were on standby for a while since no work was coming in and that's when you realize that these can be opportunities for you to like add more to yourself yeah. in the interim right? uh, which is sort of where I wanted to take the conversation to now uh, you know that parang the lockdown has presented both challenges and like at the same time uh, if you choose to see it in that light parang it also could present opportunities to explore things in this world you may have been sort of like putting off I do hope that that doesn't come uh, off as too privileged because you know I acknowledge that there are some people talaga who really do not have the luxury of time to expand and explore pero you know for the sake of our usapan here what were like what were some of the things that built and stretched you like over the lockdown you know I, I do want to I do want to say Nix uh, that I like what you mentioned I feel extremely fortunate to number one to keep my job you know number two to not hell have, yeah. yeah right you know you know that feeling right and not have lost any anyone dear or anyone that i actually know to to the disease right um i will always remain an optimist um i'll always try finding like the you know the silver lining and everything and i honestly feel like despite all of the hardships that you know that I encountered during the past few months. There were a few things that I actually took uh, joy in uh, during this like pandemic. Like what, Raj? So I think you guys know, but like um, very early on, that was I think where I was really most productive because of working at home and stuff. So I remember I was working out every day. I was following this uh, program. Uh, online. Yeah. online with some friends, you know, like just, just really shout out anytime fitness. Actually, <laughs> yeah, man. you know, just just really, you know, it's it oh, more than the working out. It's more of the discipline that I was able to build, and that was not not really more of something that I chose. But you know, at a point, it was just necessity. I had to I had to be disciplined. I had to, you know, I had not I shouldn't I hadn't I shouldn't have given up with these things. Um, but on the other side, I also finished my short story. I don't think I ever told you guys that, but um, I you decided... did mention you did yeah. mention you would send a story, man. Yeah, I never did, right? Uh, it's been a few months, but um, I'm a frustrated author. I've <laughs> I, I I love writing stuff. I love writing short stories, but for some reason, like all my past works, I've never actually finished. Um, I remember doing one in 2009. I did another one in 2014. And finally, uh, in 2020, I'm happy to say that I actually finished my first ever short story. 
Um, oh, congratulations. I hope this doesn't make a Drop <laughs> that link. Let's go. You know, I haven't I haven't published it anywhere, but um I'm pretty happy. It's um it's very I try to make it relevant. The title of the the book is called Supernova. And it's actually exactly what we're talking about. It's trying to find uh, a silver lining in a pandemic or you know, in the silence of your own company. So I'm 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 very happy with it because it, it helped me a lot. Uh, it helped me definitely cope through the early first months. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think I just keep talking, but I'm actually just very happy that I finally got to finish something, you know. Um, but Alam yeah, mo, Raj, baka this might be the start of a string of Palanka Awards, huh? Palanka <laughs> Awards. Dude, I don't know, oh, man. Mag- national artist na si Raji. Yon! <laughs> Let's go, Don Carlos Palanca. <laughs> no, but but yeah, I think those were some of my uh, early coping activities, which all, I think, turned out for the best for me. So, I just want to... You say early, so I take note of that you said early, early so that pre- that presumes that presumes that you have more, m- more oh, recent yeah, activities, uh, right? Okay, like, just to... Sh- Share. <laughs> Please share just, with the just class. Just to share a little bit more. Like very recently, also I started. I I I came back into uh, card collecting. <laughs> there we go again. I, oh I boy, will, this is where I wanted I to. This is where I wanted to lead him into. <laughs> I, I know you well enough that uh, that you were doing this. <laughs> but go you know, ahead. What else are you gonna do, right? The NBA was in full effect. Uh, I encourage our listeners to check out our previous videos when we talked about the bubble and the NBA finals. Hey, but yeah, um, I used to collect cards not seriously. I think a decade ago with my brother, and it was really just more for you know collection. But now NBA I, cards, NBA cards, and okay. Pokemon. Uh, you know, mm. but they were purely for collection. So this. Okay. This pandemic or this uh, lockdown has helped me see the other side of things also, that it's not just a collection but an investment as well. Um, I don't want to get into any numbers, but the hobby right now is actually pretty inflated. It's not a good time to get in, as so I'm learning, but I still believe that it will pay off in the long run. So that's uh, uh, one of my later endeavors during this pandemic. I know you don't want to get into the numbers of it all, so I take a bit of solace <laughs> in keeping that information amongst ourselves. Because I know, like, off-air, you've disclosed <laughs> the details. And, oh boy! Man! Yeah. yeah, yeah. A guy's gotta do what a guy's gotta do, right? Apparently, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah. How, how about you, Neeks? Like, what have you been up to? Uh, okay, so... <laughs> I'd love to have said that I had the discipline to follow a program like you guys and, like, work out this whole time. But... <laughs> I'm not that guy, man. At least at the start. Uh, honestly, at the start of this whole lockdown, like, day one, like, the very first day, in my head, I was like, this means I get to play basketball every day. <laughs> Magsawa. Yo. I was so looking forward to playing basketball. But, as it turns out, you know, it's part of protocol that basketball is not a sport. I mean, it's a sport that you're not allowed to play. 
because it doesn't necessarily follow social distancing protocols. Hi, nako. Unless you take selfies all the time. Yeah, yeah but chempre, you know, we do our dirty work in the paint. We don't pull up from deep. <laughs> Unless you're in a bubble. Ah, in the bubble. We have range, my friends, but we don't live and die by the three. We like to get down and dirty on the block. Yeah, yeah. So with basketball out of the picture, uh, myself pretty much just isolated here in our village. Parang I took that the the time, the free time I found myself to really explore our kitchen more. I've always had a passion. Parang yung passion. Ah, <laughs> uh, word that word. <laughs> I really enjoyed cooking for people, especially you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, in my head, prior to COVID, there were these uh, things and dishes I wanted to try and make, but I never really had the time because the prep work would be rather um, unaligned with my schedule. So I'd always put it off mm-hmm. for a rainy day or whatever. But since every day we were just at home, I started baking more bread. I started uh, baking more cookies, trying this kind of dish, trying that kind of dish. Uh, it was really just trying to find new things to make for my family, you know? Uh, honestly, day in, day out, I just had this drive to feed them. Beyond the kitchen, uh, I also got into planting vegetables in our garden. Hmm. That seems like a that seems like a trend right now, Nico. What's, what's the term for that? Oh, what's the term for that? Uh, I I'm not a plantito. Plantito. Huh? plantito. I'm not a plantito. I'm not a plantito. I'm a. Nico. I'm not a plantito. <laughs> uh, I'm a what's the term? I'm a halaman. Halaman. Oh wow! Okay. Yep, yep. Wow. I'm a halaman. You can spend hours talking about me. Halaman. I'm a halaman. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it just started with just the buto buto na mga fruits and vegetables <laughs> we used in meal, uh, meal prep. <laughs> we would put them in old egg cartons and yung mga paso namin around the house with some soil. So I grew tomatoes. I grew a few herbs with my helper. When my sister came from came back from Europe, uh, she was in Europe because for a year to work. Uh, she planted her basil, so now our garden has so many pots, and the pots are full of plants, and it's all very green. So I guess you could say that there are two farmers in this podcast, yeah. sort of. Sort of, yeah. Just not the extent of uh, Lee's operation over there in Bacolod. Hey, I think you're that's a pretty good hobby, Nix. I think plants are pretty soothing to have in your home. Uh, I remember early on in this lockdown, Raj, uh, the two of us would send each other yung mga guitar covers natin for like the day, no? Uh, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Right. Ang sweet nga natin, bro. <laughs> we just send each other videos of doing covers yeah. of the songs you wanted to do. Uh, I started pretending to be a SoundCloud rapper. And then I watch a lot of like, I watch a lot of K-pop. Oh, wow. Of course. Of course, Nico. I don't, I don't think it was pandemic. A lot. Mm. I think even before this whole pandemic happened, yeah, you mean... tried to show me another K-pop video in your office. Okay. Uh, I guess I expanded my taste in the genre, in this music genre. Because, like, you know, before I was pretty much locked into one particular mm-hmm. group. Lang. 
I found a better appreciation of more acts. And uh, um, all these musicians and artists have talent that I've grown to like really, really appreciate. I was just gonna say, Nix, on a tangent, it's pretty cool how they also have adjusted during this lockdown. Like, I know you've been watching virtual concerts also, right? Yes! I found it really cool that the industry has shifted there, man. It's like the pressure for tickets gone. <laughs> I mean, but that's for another episode because I really honestly wanted to ask Lee to share uh, what he's been up to. Of course, yeah. I know. I mean, if Nico starts talking about K-pop, that's an entire episode in itself. <laughs> mismo, mismo, mismo. So, yun yeah, uh, I wanted to throw that question down Leandro's way. Lee, what you been up to, man? I think it was, yeah, for me, it was more personal. It was not like Raji researching more on work and everything. <laughs> it was just more of me trying to like um, be calm during this entire thing. Because I think, I think, what's this? The, the pandemic has caused a lot of mental instability. Yeah. And for me, it was really, you know, being away from my family, being away from my girlfriend and stuff like that. Because um, during the start of the pandemic, I wasn't allowed to move a lot. I was stuck in San Carlos for a good two months. Mm, okay. And, and and I couldn't really do much. And especially since the pandemic started, like, yeah, yeah, I remember the lockdown that. started around March. And I already told myself, you know what? This is one of those years I'm not really gonna celebrate my birthday, but, mm. but you know, my you know my girlfriend still made it special for me. She still like made a yeah shout out to Yancy. Shout out to Yancy, you know. I forgot uh, that too. I forgot that too. The way that Lee parang turned away from the mic. I'm pretty well, sure Yancy's there in really the background. Sweet of her. I mean, <laughs> she, she made a whole video. She copied What's one of up, my favorite man? Uh, YouTubers, the the Screen Rant guy, the one who does the the pitch meetings. Oh, pitch meetings. Okay, shout out. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. That's really one of my favorite uh, YouTube guys there. Yeah. And yeah, she made it feel so much more special than than what it was, because you know, there's no, there was all these discouraging of social gatherings, and you know, I couldn't fly to Manila to celebrate it with my family, my mom, and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, I actually just realized. Uh, I was talking to Yancy uh, recently about how she likes to listen to your end, just your end when we <laughs> do these uh, episodes. So obviously she can't hear me right now. Yance, when you listen to this, I just wanted to let you know that the other two of the Tres Amigos, we love you for loving our friend. Oh, that's sweet of you. Thank you for keeping him company. Sweet of you to say that, man. <laughs> I know that she won't hear this right now, so this is kind of like a surprise. She's going to hear it. Uh, when yeah, we put up the whole episode. Yeah. Hi, Ants. Yeah. Get Kille, girl. You get a shout yeah, out. Yeah, so <laughs> that's one. That's one of the things that happened during earlier this year. And then, yeah, I just think one of the things that I had most difficulty was really the travel. Because, uh, on a personal note, yeah, it was kind of tough that one of my most favorite people in the world, person in the world, my Lolo passed away. Yeah, see yeah. Lolo Tony. It was very unfortunate because considering that um, trying to go from Bacola to Manila was going to be difficult. 
I mean, there's a lot of things to think about, like what if I went to Manila and got the virus and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, he's been he's been there since I was a kid, man. And it was just very unfortunate that something like that had to happen this year. And we were already thinking that he was getting better and everything, but complications happened. And I feel like COVID like um, just made things uh, harder for the doctors to properly treat him. He didn't have COVID, but I feel like like with regards to treating him, I feel like there could have been there might have been some compromises. Like other doctors probably were also thinking more about taking care of the COVID people and stuff like that. So yeah, so the travel was really difficult and. It took, took months to finally accept it, but all I can really say was that he lived a great life. He lived yeah. a wonderful life to the point now. I'm not so sad that he passed. It it just showed now, like thinking, like reflecting on everything, like he did so much for all of his kids, his grandchildren, his great-grandchildren, and he's definitely gonna be in the back of my mind moving forward so so yeah you know Lee like um, I've only met your grandfather a couple of times but you know yeah man I'm I'm pretty happy that you were able to meet him um, the Christmas before this year um, again my heart goes but yeah at least he's in a better place oh thank you Raji and of course, for Nico, my my Lolo will always call you the the linebacker man. Linebacker. Yeah. Oh my, the linebacker. So, so yeah, uh, he's he's always he's always been. Yeah, sports, Lolo's but, yeah. got a special place in my so, heart. Yeah, for that. I I didn't uh, going into sports. I didn't really get into sports. I, I I tried to work out every day, and stuff like that, but I'm also like, huh. But aside from that, yeah, the more lighter things that I got into were just catching up on video games. Mm-hmm. Episode what? one, episode one. Yeah, L- listen to episode one. We talk, we talk a lot about video games there. And of course, my personal favorite is to watch anime too. Hmm. So Amazing. that's one of the things that I got to do for myself because I really wanted to make sure that mentally I was stable because majority of my time during the week. I'm on my own in the in the farm because like my dad works in politics and he moves back and forth. Yeah. I'm just very grateful that he's been safe this entire how many months of the pandemic. So so it's like I'm just glad he he's been he's been okay. He's been healthy. Yeah. So, Thanks. Yeah. You know so, you. Uh, man, um, I'm a little uh, soft on uh, the inside from Lee's beautiful tribute to you know what, Tony. You know what? I think we can talk more about this. Sorry, I'm really episode. just uh, kind take, of processing. I'm taking it in. Yeah, hearing us up from heaven. You, Lee, oh, you man. mentioned you mentioned uh, something that you know would be very nice to talk about right now: the whole uh, mental health concerns, yeah. um, especially with this lockdown. And this is like due to many things, you know, depending on who you are, 
it's because of you know a lack of social interactions you mentioned me like you know your family yeah yeah man i mean one of one of the scariest things i think i've been hearing a number of times was the rise of suicide i I think that's a that's a sensitive topic but it's quite scary to to hear that like people are witnessing suicides in front of them yeah um like 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 one story was that my sister told me one time over the phone was that one of her colleagues heard from her partner seeing a guy just jump in front of a train wow and i'm i'm like this is this is in new zealand okay and new zealand was one of the few countries that beat covid (laughs) in a sense was able to uh, fend it off better than the rest of the world i'm like wow even in that country parang there's even this uh um what's the word this problem with regards to mental health yeah um it's it's very it's very eye-opening honestly because like you know to me this was all things that you would see from a movie you know it's on the realm of fantasy but this whole year has taught me at least that these things are very real uh, they're very valid, and you know, sometimes you don't, you can't even make any light work of it because it is happening around us, like you just mentioned. You know, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I talk to a lot of people. Um, some people are uh, struggling. Uh, I myself went through this at least. You know, trying to distinguish what is the difference between work and the difference between home. Uh, mm. What you know, what what what's next? You know, like what's 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 truly going to happen in our short-term future? Is this going to be the new normal moving forward? There are so many questions that haven't been answered and won't be answered for the next few years, even. You know, it's most definitely. Impact, right. I guess the question I have for us here would be, how did you guys, or you know, how did you guys cope, or like, what what are things that you would tell yourselves during this lockdown? you know, to having the right mindset moving forward. Ako, ako, yeah, I was just really trying, since I was, you know, not physically around people most of the time, but, you know, with the, with the help of technology and, you know, the internet, I'm, I was just trying to make, make sure I was like able to get in contact with those that I love, surround myself with people I trust. Because I think being the, around those kind of people can help at least make me feel that I'm in a safe place, even if they're far apart. Uh, I gotta be honest, the way I've been taking this whole ordeal uh, so far, so far has been through very small steps, like on a day-to-day basis. I agree that there are there are like many things that can throw a throw like a curveball into your headspace. Yeah. Definitely um, man. There's just so many variables to consider man. There's so many things talaga. It's just how I feel. I feel that the situation is really acting against us. Like nothing simple anymore. It's tiring. It's so, so tiring. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the things that you're used to before COVID isn't the same anymore. Exactly. But another term that uh, the copywriters around the world have massacred, I feel, is like, quote unquote, the new normal. 
<laughs> it's been used to its end na talaga. And uh, the scary thing for me that our new normal is exactly that. It's the norm now. Uh, what what I struggle with is my strong one for this not to be like the established yeah. normal long term. Like, sana this is just temporary. Parang, I, I, I wish for the day talaga that we don't have that small fear in the back of our head. That worry that uh, creeps in the butt. You, you get it? Yeah, I feel the same way, Nix. Like, going to places and everything. Like, when you have to do something like go to the grocery. As simple as that, right? Mismo. I'm I'm already like thinking, am I gonna stum- uh, meet someone who has virus? Am I gonna bring that virus with me home? Yeah, and that's will, really scary. How will my entire family adjust from that? And it's like, will we survive? Uh, you guys know that I'm a very people-centric person. And the yes, lockdown, and the lockdown minimizing contact among people took a rather significant toll on me and my headspace because I love experiencing other people's energy and it does feel a bit isolating to like a certain extent yung mga online interactions have have like have like watered down because it's still not the same Mm. I, yeah. I do I agree I agree like I do what I can to tell myself on a day-to-day basis na just you know it is what it is the, make the best out of it dude make but like you know real talk all that yeah. shit <laughs> that's just my way of saying like I miss you guys <laughs> Aww. Aww, you're, you're so sweet naman I ain't Nico. fucking around man because I'm miss, sweet I ain't fucking around I miss my friends real talk no, I, I I miss you guys, man. I I I know it's like it's already October, and two months from now I should be in Manila, but right now it's, it's it, it looks like it's gonna have to wait for another year. And until that day, man, we'll be hopeful. Ah uh, yeah yeah, you know we definitely will. How about you, Raji? Mm. What what was your mindset? You know, honestly, um, um, I struggled with this a little bit, um. Especially when the lockdown happened and everything started falling apart, and I was asking all those questions, I was insanely insecure um, hmm. with how things were, like especially back in March, April, May, and that was because of everything. You know, I'm just at home, yeah. I'm away from family, I'm away from er- literally everyone. Like I was not going out of the out of the apartment with Clark, and every time I would have dead time. Um, when I wasn't writing my story or when I wasn't doing anything, I was always telling myself, Raj, you should be doing something. You know, like you, <laughs> you know that feeling. Like sometimes you, I, 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 I get yeah. your feeling, man. I you mean, know. there was that meme for a while. It's like, yeah. what were you doing? What were you doing in the pandemic? Yeah, like yeah. Some guy who learned to play guitar, and there's yeah. me playing <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that was where the problem was for me. That I was totally like I was comparing myself with others that I would see online, mm-hmm. um, that I would see around me. That you know, hey, this person's so productive, and look at me, I'm lying down in my bed. You know, um, but as the months went by, Leonix, I I realized that that's not a bad thing. Yeah, I think 
if there was something that the pandemic taught me, it's that doing nothing, and I know that's a weird thing to say, but you know, this is a time to just step back, take a step back, try to reassess your life, you know, spend a few minutes or hours just literally lying down, resting. Um, I'm not saying bombing, right? But yeah, of course. You know, but this is same, your time. It's yeah. your time. At the same time, that that creative space, that space that I had with myself, and you know, with with my with with God, I'm just gonna go straight forward to that. Um, I I found it to be such a beautiful place. I realized that you know I shouldn't be so insecure because I feel like I'm I'm I feel like I'm doing my thing. You know, I'm going at yes. my pace. Um, I feel like I'm still producing results at work that I'm still you know thinking critically um, and that was a result of me not doing anything so it's a weird paradox but I realized that sometimes you can take a step back and you know take a deep breath and just look at how you're doing from a third party and it will help you it will help it helped me a lot in the long run um, that, that that's that's how I felt you know I, I think, Raj, I think one of the good things you did there was to slowly stop comparing yourself to those around you yeah. and slowly just think about what you can do to be a better you. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I think it took me some time, but I think I I was able to embrace that fact, you know. I think and, so too, Raj. I mean, you, know, you finished you finish the story. So congrats <laughs> to you again, man. Yeah, no, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks. dude, that's like I the think... farthest thing from bombing. <laughs> I, I guess one last thing that I want to say also for myself is throughout the whole lockdown, I just remembered every day to be thankful for the small things. Me, small. Yeah. That's really important. Those, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even saying like, hey, I got this huge increase at work. I'm, I'm, actually, think, I'm actually talking about, you know, hey, uh, I appreciate that I have a, a quaint little place here um, that that you know that's good enough to live in um, that I have a roof on top of my head that I have even though even though it was hard to get food it's definitely easier than how other people are having it right now yeah yeah you know so it's just just that constant reminder that despite the pandemic um, I felt I felt loved I felt um, fortunate to have blessings mm, you know? for sure for sure I think we are very fortunate that we have certain um, privileges, certain, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's go with privilege. Yeah, let's go with let's privileges. Let's go spade yeah. a spade, you know. Having, yeah, yeah, having certain privileges has given us like the chance to be healthy and at least reflect on ourselves, because that's the least we can do. You know, I like the fact that you guys brought that up, because uh, it's always been weighing on the back of my head. I'm very, very grateful for the fact that my parents have uh, provided me this, parang this, this safe environment. Yeah, safe environment, no? I asked uh, one of my office mates who also lives with his parents, na, how well do you think we would have fared under these conditions if we didn't live with our parents? Hmm. <laughs> like, real talk. I think that. Parang it. Parang give me a pers. A perspective of gratitude and yeah. of appreciation of the blessings that were put in front of me. 
of the things I didn't earn for myself necessarily, but have been provided for me. So, you know, it is what it is. Amen, man. Amen. Yep. How about you, Lee? What, uh, what, where, where are you at? That. Where am I at right now? In what sense, Raji? Like, you know, what was your mindset or, you know? Well, right now, I think my mindset for the pandemic is still there. It's the same thing, which is trying to survive. Because, like, earlier this year, I was unfortunate to be diagnosed with pneumonia. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, that's So, scary. yeah, it was quite scary and... I, I think I took it for granted also because I wasn't really taking my recovery uh, that seriously. But I was like able to, yeah, I was able to recover at some point, but not fully. So like what Yancy told me, this kind of just reminded me was that my year seemed to be more about health. It was a year about health because I mean, I started with pneumonia, then COVID comes and you're like, shit. Yeah. Forget, for, forgive my French, but I was just really scared because I just came off pneumonia, and if I got COVID too, I, I don't know, I don't know what were what would be my chances. I, I mean, there were those, um, there were those like red flags saying that uh, being diabetic, asthmatic, and stuff like that could like, like make uh, complicate things. I'm not saying that I'm diabetic, but I have family members that had diabetes, so it's in my blood. So yeah. it was really about trying to survive and just hoping everything was going to be okay. I mean, there was always that paranoia, na parang, what if I had it and stuff like that. And one of the things that made it scary was that stress was like actually um, worsening some of my conditions. Like stress has made me more acidic so there were like like one of the bad things about being acidic was the acidic reflux which would uh, make it hard for me to breathe at times and then it just made me feel like oh no is this covid <laughs> oh, it's the like, smallest things, no, yeah. yeah the smallest things i'm like oh what's this headache is this headache yeah, from covid yeah. na ba? so i'm like yeah so so you know yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. center myself was like a challenge yeah and then to think now nah, it was caused by acid and everything and then how do i lessen my acid what my girlfriend would tell me was to lessen the stress lessen the stress and everything i mean her, both of her parents are doctors and they both said the same thing try to be centered try to not be stressing about everything going on around you and i'm like it's pretty tough <laughs> It's pretty tough, but but you know, eventually, yeah, I'm just fortunate enough now. Yeah, Yancy's parents are doctors; they can help me with what probably is wrong with me, and they have they have throughout the whole year. I mean, even my asthma came back. I was like, oh, <laughs> so I was like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah dude. They were just glad you're okay, man. I'm like, it just. It feels like it was just a, yeah. It was. It felt like a whole ripple effect from pneumonia, and then going forward. Like, I felt like my I didn't fully recover from pneumonia, but somehow I I've managed, and yeah, I'm trying to have that survival um, um, 
instinct, not the month survival instinct, not the month survival instinct, but just doing my best to survive was one of my top priorities. Talaga. It was stressful, but I think I'm managing the man. That's good, man. Yeah, you know okay. the way uh, the way this this episode turned out. My thought right now is like we were coming into this episode to really just talk about work. It sort of like morphed into this more meaningful conversation. Ang solid niya, man. I think like, it's bigger. Than, I think it's like, bigger than work. Like, yeah, we totally expanded the scope of what we were gonna talk about, and I loved it because it was real. It was very raw, yeah. man. It was so raw. Yeah. I mean, as much as work is very important, I feel like what we talked about was like on a very personal level. Me we all small. had to adapt, adapt differently. Like, parang the longer the episode ran, my insides got very heavy. Very, very heavy. <laughs> I caught myself just being quiet. It wasn't just. Really, just trying to process everything, <laughs> all these, all these things we were saying. I know the three of us we've been talking about like how our headspace have been over the past few months, but recounting the more serious stuff, no, the more serious stuff that's been going on. I, uh, yeah, I found like a better appreciation for the two of you guys, and. I found like a better appreciation of my living situation, just because things could be worse. Could have been much, much worse. Deba. Likewise, so, um, I agree. Nick. I I agree with you, Nix. I'm I agree with you that we're all okay. Deba, I'm very thankful that Tayo, the three of us, were intact. We're alive. We're kicking. We have the ability to push on and move forward to make better of our personal situations as well as like the situations of others if we choose to so yeah thank you guys for like the opportunity to talk about this again this whole thing it's just three friends talking just shooting the shit but always a pleasure yeah salamat you know I mean like I guess just you know everyone just stay safe Nick and Lee like everyone Like all our listeners, I think that's the most important thing right now is just to stay safe, and we'll all get through this Correct. together, right? Mm-mm. Like yeah. I speak on behalf of the tres amigos to all the people listening out there. I said it before, I'll say it again. It's definitely, definitely not the funnest of times, obviously, but now more than ever, it's really when we're all challenged to make the best of things and how to make. The best of things for other people. So, for those with the capacity to like bring positive change to their surroundings, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I encourage everyone to step out, to like step out of their comfort zones and step up. So, as cheesy as it sounds, we can make things easier for one another. Physically, like I'm so 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 confident that um, the world can get better. Because of uh, putting everyone, like you know, putting the other person in, uh, in totally front of agree. us, right? Am I rambling? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, it's what you said, Nico. The world just needs a little bit more love. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Amen. Amen. Diba? Amen. 
Like, that's legit, yeah. ah. I didn't put that in the opening spiel just to be pa-cute and philosopher. I really feel that the world would be a better place uh, with a lot. Yeah, small step to get there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, that's our episode, man. Uh, before we end, uh, and forgive me, I don't want to do this now after all of that, but I just have to do it. Okay, so social plugs I would like to invite all our listeners to follow us on the preferred podcast platform we just got into Apple Podcasts but we're also currently on Anchor Spotify Google Podcasts Breaker Pocket Cast, and Radio Public please check out our Facebook page just type in the Tres Amigos Podcast Show our Instagram's at Tres Amigos Podcast I'll say that again at Tres Amigos Podcast on Instagram and for you guys on Twitter go ahead and hit up the uh, at Tres underscore podcast hit those accounts up to stay updated with the Tres Amigos and that's the show. <laughs> we got through it. What an episode, boy. We did Mismo, it, bro. We did it, man. <laughs> All right. Final words, anyone? Lee? Um, always remember to be thankful. All right, cool. Raji, what's up? Always think of your fellow man, fellow, fellow persons and friends, and um, always have their best interest in mind. Cool. And uh, I guess as for me, always... Wash your hands. <laughs> Practicality. That's true. Practicality. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. So that's our show. Let's do it together, man. Okay. G. G, 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 G. So let's just end it. Okay. One, two, three. Click. <laughs>